And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is pre-sales. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so today we're doing corrections from Karen Sue, the part of the show where I clarify statements my mother thought were confusing or misleading. And mom brought up a, a good point to me today, and I wanted to make sure you guys all knew this. I have mentioned several times on here that I'm uh, that I'm busy and in the overwhelmed segment. I talked a little bit about feeling overwhelmed. I don't want you to ever feel like you can't reach out to us with questions. I don't want you to ever feel like you you know might not want to you might not want to bother us. Right? Don't worry, you're not bothering me. That's why I'm here. That's what I'm for. And there's never a situation where you guys would be bothering me with any of your questions or your concerns or your orders. Trust me, that's so good for us. We need that. That's the vital lifeblood of our company and I want you to feel very comfortable reaching out and talking to us and uh, there's you know and and more of what I say when I talk about being overwhelmed more of the point of that is just to give you guys who may be thinking about starting your own project or starting your own company a little insight into sometimes how things can just get overwhelming and how you got to power through um, but I, I want you to know I'm not I, I am not too too busy ever for you guys so thank you for that and uh, I appreciate that mother thank you for helping me clarify that. Um, but so today we're talking about pre-sale. Uh, there's a lot of talk about this concept today. It's not that new, actually. Uh, pre-sale's been around since, you know, well, I guess the beginning of business. But really, when you think about it, the concept of a pre-sale is this. And this is kind of the Kickstarter model. Let's use them for an example. On Kickstarter, the way it works is this. You put if you're a, if you're the seller, quote unquote, you put your project up, right? It's usually a prototype or some uh, variation. On Kickstarter, they have very specific rules that you're not allowed to put like a 3D rendering prototype. You have to actually have some version of a real product to put up there. And then what ends up happening is you put up the product, and then people you, you have a time period, 60 days, 30 days, depending on what you set for Kickstarter. And your goal is to raise enough money in pre-sales that you can actually fund the first round of manufacturing, right? Now, the way Kickstarter works, uh, they take the patrons' money, right? So if I go on Kickstarter and I want to fund a product, all I have to do is select the level of money I'd like to give, put in my credit card information, and then they deduct that money only if the project is successful at the end of the time frame. Now, I think it's a pretty good model. It helps uh, people feel like they can invest in a project without feeling like they're going to lose their money if it doesn't work. It allows innovators to raise funds in a safe and controlled environment where they can easily keep track of their patrons and obviously follow through on that promise. Now, pre-sales have actually gone back a long way. In fact, a version of pre-sales is the concept of a futures contract. Now, for those of you who aren't in the investing world, for those of you who haven't used futures as a tool in the past, you may not know exactly what a future is. A future is a, is a contract stating that you will deliver a certain amount of goods at a certain price at a certain point in the future. That's what a futures contract is. Now, it was predominantly used in the agricultural community a long time ago, back when, for example, a farmer would need to buy the, the, the seed for his crops. He would need to buy potentially fertilizer. They would need to buy new farm equipment, things like that. And they would need the money in the spring 
But all of the money from farming came in during the harvest at the end of the year, right? So the way it would work is, is that the, the, the farmer usually would arrange with the owner of the general goods store, whatever that may be, to pay him a specific amount of corn or a specific amount of money on a specific date in the future against kind of what he bought at the general store. It's kind of a version of credit, right? So that's how kind of the concept of futures came around. But that same concept carries through when we talk about pre-sale and what pre-sale means to us today. Now, the reason I bring this up is because there's a lot of new type of crowdfunding and crowdsourcing products and projects that have really come along in the uh, last couple of years and it's really become more mainstream and I recommend this because I personally have used Kickstarter to try to get a product launch and even though that didn't hit its goal, um, we were able to, to convince a lot of the people that had contributed on, on Kickstarter to also, or I guess to instead contribute to us via our website after the fact and that was a few years ago and they keep uh, getting better and better at that. So for those of you who are looking to get in on the ground floor of new cool innovations and products and helping innovators get their, their products off the ground, the uh, a great way to do it is on Kickstarter. Now, part of the reason why you would do this is because in some ways, financial institutions have changed recently. I guess I would say in the older days, you know, maybe probably before the internet kind of became a really big tool, but even even before that, there was a little bit of a, the ability for people to go to the bank, someone with an idea could go to the bank and could ask the bank for a business loan, a small business loan, which they could then use to fuel the initial purchase of machinery, they could fuel it for the initial purchase of uh, employees' time and product and, and you know raw materials, and then they could start up their company and pay back the loan, right? That was the idea behind it, because what you need in the beginning to get a company started is called startup capital. That's the name of it. So. It was relatively easy in the old days to get that. Nowadays, you can do it through a couple of different methods, I should say. One of them is uh, venture capital. Another method is the ability to use, um, well, you can still go to a bank, I should say. And then the last one is pre-sale. Now, the advantage of those three methods is essentially that if you go to a bank, you owe them repayment of the loan with interest usually, but they don't own the company at all. The business, the, 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 the bank doesn't own the company. You still own the company. On the other hand, with venture capital, you don't really have to pay them back normally, but they are owners of the company and they have a say in what happens in the company. So that's kind of the difference between what's called debt and equity. The third option, crowdfunding, is actually a kind of a great way to avoid both because you don't give up any stake in your company. Basically, the risk involved is the ability to produce what you say you're going to be able to produce and to find people who are willing to wait. That's really the core of it. But you don't have to give up any ownership in your company. Now, the reason I bring this up is because for many of you, you're likely to see in the near future here, uh, pre-sales become a big deal for our company when we do the launch of our Meridian number two and the launch of our Meridian number three. We're obviously an established company and we're still kind of working on growing and developing new things and going into the Christmas season, we're looking forward to having, you know, hopefully good numbers as people buy them as gifts for their friends and for their coworkers and for their employees and all sorts of different options, right? But one of the most important things is we want to be able to kind of gauge how effective we think our new products may be in the early days. So when we launch the Meridian number two and eventually the Meridian number three, which hopefully may happen in the near future here in the next couple of weeks for sure. Uh, we want to have the opportunity for those who are really excited about getting them to get the first couple of batches that we're going to produce. And that's going to be part of the Christmas season uh, rush is that we want to be able to provide that. So please keep your eye out for those kinds of things. And I want you to know that uh, we're going to do our absolute best to have them come out in a timely fashion and before Black Friday is my goal. But 
things always go wrong and, and it's the rule of pie like I talked about one of our earlier podcasts. Even if we did get them produced, the pre-sales would probably be done through our website just because it's easier for us to get them on, on our website than it is to get them on Amazon. For those of you that watched um, or listened to yesterday's podcast, it was definitely about the, the way the Amazon business model works and kind of this, the secrets behind how it, it makes so much money. Uh, but you, one of the other factors in that is if you use the fulfillment by Amazon, not only do you miss out on a quite a bit of that early profit because it cuts right, they get their percentage right off the top. Also, it takes time because you have to use the fulfillment by Amazon if you want it to be on Amazon Prime. And there's a delay in when you send them the product and when it arrives in the marketplace. So we would probably do our pre-sales through our website for the Meridian number two, which is the journal size. And we've got some great innovations we're very excited about for that. And the Meridian number three, which is the legal pad and kind of the business document type holder. So we're, we're hoping on launching those shortly. And actually, I'm hoping that there will be a Christmas bundle that will come out that will be an option that will have all three. So it'll be a nice matching set. In the beginning, we're probably going to only launch it in the espresso color just because that seems to be our most popular. And, you know, we don't want to have a lot of inventory sitting on the shelf because as Dr. Condi in our Marketing 131 class always said, marketing or uh, inventory sitting on the shelf is money sitting on the shelf and it doesn't do us any good there. So we're probably going to restrict the launch to probably one of our most popular colors, which is the espresso. And we'll probably expand from there, you know, as, as the popularity grows and as more people want to want to get their own. So uh, we appreciate all of those who are who are going to be part of that pre-sale process and we will hopefully keep you very much updated in the very near future here on what that means and what you can expect from us and how you can participate and if there's anything else you should know. Um, so please stay tuned, listen in, go check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'll have most of the details, if not all of the details there very shortly. All right. Thanks folks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic and uh, don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to be available whenever possible, but I do appreciate your patience. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. And if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community and give you guys what you're looking for. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts. We have them available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.